and welcome back for episode six of the comms gear podcast where we're here to discuss the latest news and trends in communications equipment over the past week my name is jason and today we'll be covering a variety of topics from foldable phones to ai voice assistants to upgradable laptops so sit back relax and let's dive right on in all right starting with foldable phones and apple so first off we have an article from tom's guide discussing the latest foldable phones set to release later this year There's a recent surge in foldable smartphones, and the question on many people's minds is, where is Apple's offering? As we all know, several smartphone manufacturers, that include Samsung, Xiaomi, and Oppo, have already released foldable devices, and more are expected to follow later this year. But where's Apple's foldable iPhone? Uh, Some speculate that Apple may be taking a cautious approach to ensure a quality product is released, and others believe that Apple may be waiting for a more advanced technology, such as foldable glass, to become available before launching a foldable iPhone. There are are also potential benefits and drawbacks to foldable smartphones, and on the one hand, they offer an increased real real estate and portability. And on the other hand, there's concerns around durability and pricing, which has very rightly been raised. So what do we make of all this? While it's unclear when Apple's foldable iPhone will be released, we can be sure that the competition in the foldable smartphone market will continue to heat up and it will be an interesting, uh, it will be very interesting to see how Apple's offering compares to the other foldable devices currently on the market. Next article we've got is, uh, about some hidden iPhone gestures. This article I've got from Tom's Guide is on some hidden iPhone gestures that uh, you can ask the did you know. Did you know that there are secret gestures in iOS that can save you time and make your life easier? Oh, that's awesome. Uh, As iPhone users, we all know about those basic gestures like the swiping left or right to switch between apps or pinching to zoom in and zoom out. But did you know that there's a number of hidden gestures that can make navigating your iPhone way easier. One of the most useful useful hidden gestures is the ability to quickly switch between apps by swiping along the bottom of your screen. This gesture allows you to quickly access the last app you just used, making it a great time saver if you frequently switch between one app and another. Another helpful gesture is the ability to quickly access the app switcher by swiping up and holding your fingers on the screen. This allows you to quickly switch between any of the apps that you are currently that you have currently open on your device. But that's that's not just about switching between apps. There's also some gestures that can help you navigate within apps more efficiently. Uh, for example, you can quickly undo and redo text input by shaking your device. What if shake it, shake it, shake it? Anyways, this is a handy feature if you've made a mistake while typing and want to quickly correct it. Uh, if you're browsing the web on your iPhone, you can quickly jump to the top of a page and tapping on the top of the screen. This will save you from having to scroll all the way back to the top of a long web page. So there you have it. Some hidden iOS gestures that can probably help make using your iPhone even easier. And if you want to learn more about these gestures and how to use them, all you got to do is check out the full article on Tom's guide and the show notes. Next, we've got some new features that are upcoming for iOS 16.4. In an article from Digital Trends on the best new features in iOS 16.4, it includes improved privacy settings to new camera features, and there's a lot to love about the latest version of iOS. In the 16.4, it's brought a number of new features and improvements to the iPhone, and 
I'm excited to explore some of the best ones. First, we've got uh, the new live text feature, which allows you to capture text from photos and use it in various ways. If you haven't seen it or played with it, it's yes, it's something that's been on Samsung for years, but you can take those photos of business cards and use live text to automatically create new contacts with the information from the card. Next, there's the ability to create smart folders in the Photos app. This feature allows you to group your photos based on various criteria such as date, location, and other tags, metrics, and all that metadata. This makes it way easier to organize and find your photos. Another helpful feature is the new focus modes. With these focus modes, you can customize your notification settings based on what you're doing or where you are. For example, you can set up a work focus mode that only allows notifications from work-related apps during certain times. Then finally, we've got this new shared with you feature, which makes it easier to share content with your contacts. This feature automatically collects content about what has already been shared with you in various apps and things like Safari, Apple Music, and puts them in a new shared with you section. Overall, let's say iOS 16.4 brings some great new features to the iPhone, and I'm excited. I don't know about you, but I'm excited to see how other users take advantage of them and then share them with everybody else because we all need to know about the goodness that's kind of hidden in in these phones. Next article we've got is about Apple's VR headset. So it looks like Apple's VR headset might be a flop before it even gets on the gets on the on the ground running. And that's according to an article from Tech Radar, which raises some valid concerns about the future of Apple's VR efforts. They waited a long time. Will this be able to compete with the likes of Oculus and other established players in the market like PlayStation? Or will their VR headset end up being a fancy paperweight like actually Oculus is at this point? But this article argues that Apple's upcoming VR headset is destined to be a high profile flop. The author cites a number of reasons for this prediction, including the high price point, limited num- limited market, and number of people who are interested in the in the VR devices, and a lack of uh, compelling VR content. Now, don't get me wrong; Apple TV started out slow, and it is ramped up after they got the ball rolling. So, it's possible. But while it's true that VR devices have yet to reach mainstream popularity, there are still many enthusiasts out there and early adopters who are very excited about the potential of VR technology. And while Apple's VR headset may be expensive, there are many who are willing to pay that premium for a high quality technology, especially coming from Apple. And additionally, Apple has a a track record of success in introducing new technology to the market. So they set it and everybody follows, especially it becomes mainstream after they do it. And the iPhone and iPad were both initially seen as niche products, but since they have come into ubiquity ubiquity, um, in the tech industry and everybody's copied them and how they do things afterwards, it's not quite the same, but it's pretty close. So ultimately the success of Apple's VR headset will depend on a number of factors, including price features, and of course content, even if they're slow to roll it out. It does remain to be seen how the device will be received by consumers, but there is no doubt that Apple's entry into the VR market will be closely watched. Speaking of watches, ChatGPT is now possibly available on the Apple Watch. Um, So did you know that you can get it on your Apple Watch? According to an article from iMore, ChatGPT is available 
on the Apple Watch and can help you with a variety of tasks from answering emails and setting reminders. Better than Siri, probably. If you didn't already know, ChatGPT is a language model and it can understand natural language and respond with helpful, helpful answers. By using ChatGPT on your Apple Watch, you can quickly and easily get answers to your questions, make calculations, set reminders, and many, many more things. To get started with ChatGPT on your Apple Watch, you first need to download the app. Easy start. But once the app is installed, you can simply tap the ChatGPT icon on your watch face to launch the app. From there, you can ask ChatGPT a question or give it a command using natural language. Just tell it what you wanted to do. For example, you can ask, what's the weather like today? Or remind me to call mom at 3 p.m. Pretty cool. ChatGPT uh, will respond with the answer to or it will execute the command. So it'll do what you tell it to. And you can also customize ChatGPT by training it to recognize specific phrases or commands, you know, shorthand, shortcuts, all those good things. Overall, ChatGPT is a powerful tool that can make your life easier by providing a quick and helpful answers to your questions. And if using it on your Apple Watch, you can access this technology pretty much from anywhere with that thing. Next, keeping on the topic of ChatGPT, ChatGPT can make movies. Uh, if you didn't know, ChatGPT uh, generated its first five movies. That's right. According to an article from Cultimac, ChatGPT is breaking into the entertainment industry. Who knew? Uh, but maybe ChatGPT will be or provide the next big Hollywood director. Yeah, right. Um, but the app in question is called AI Dungeon Cinema, which uses ChatGPT to generate the script for a movie based on a series of prompts from the user. The resulting movies can be surreal, unpredictable, and I guess hilarious. We'll see. Uh, some of the movies generated by AI Dungeon Cinema include a Western where the protagonist is a talking dog, uh, a horror movie where the villain is a sentient ball of spaghetti, and a romantic comedy set in a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Yeah, after, you know, the nukes are thrown and we're in a desolate wasteland. Anyways, um, while the app is still in its early stages, it's an exciting glimpse into the potential of AI-generated content. And with the increasing sophistication of language models like ChatGPT, BART, and the other Lambda, other ones that are coming out, it's unlikely, uh, it's surely likely that we will see even more ambitious AI-generated content in the future. Of course, there are also concerns about the potential impact of AI-generated content on the entertainment industry. We're already seeing that with pictures and art and other things like that. But as a, uh, AI becomes more advanced, will it replace human writers, directors, and actors? I don't think so, because you still got to edit the daggone thing every time it puts something out. But um, only time will tell, so let's be real. We're all just waiting for the ChatGPT-produced sequel to Sharknado. Am I right? All right, bad dad joke, but it's all right. Uh, next article we got talks about the end of Alexa and Siri. In more AI news, it looks like Alexa and Siri, which I was already hating on in the last article, might be on their way out. And that's according to an article from Slashgear, which discusses the potential of AI to take over voice assistants as we know them. Will, uh, will we be saying goodbye to Alexa and Siri soon? Or will they continue to be our loyal if occasionally frustrating companions or get a chat GPT plugin. 
Well, according to some experts, voice assistants like Alexa and Siri may become obsolete in the near future due to the increasing sophistication of AI technologies like the natural language processing and machine learning. These technologies could eventually allow users to communicate with their devices in a more natural, conversational way without the need for a specific voice command or a wake word. Um, Additionally, as more and more devices become connected to the Internet and to each other, the need for a centralized voice assistant may diminish. Instead, the devices could communicate with each other directly without the need for a middleman. Of course, there are also concerns about the potential privacy and security implications of these advanced AI technologies. As more devices become connected and capable of understanding natural language, the potential for misuse and abuse just increases. Ultimately, the future of voice assistants like Alexa and Siri is just uncertain. And while they have become ubiquitous in many homes and businesses, they are everywhere. It's clear that AI technologies are rapidly advancing and could potentially make these voice assistants obsolete in the near future. Moving on, got to talk about Snapdragon 8 Gen 3 and how some information's been leaked. Uh, Smartphone news. Yes, according to an article from Android Central, there's been a leak about an upcoming Snapdragon 8 Gen 3 processor. According to the leak, the Snapdragon 8 Gen 3 processor will be the first Snapdragon processor to be a 64-bit only. Mm, This means that it will not support 32-bit apps or software, which could potentially be a significant change for app developers and users. Hence the... mm, uh, the more, uh, or I'm sorry, the move to a 64-bit processor is in line with industry trends. Industry trends as more and more devices move away from 32-bit architecture. However, it could potentially cause issues for users still relying on that 32-bit apps or software. And additionally, Snapdragon 8 Gen 3 is expected to bring significant performance improvements over the over its predecessor, including faster speeds, improved battery life, and these improvements could make the processor a popular choice for high-end smartphones and other devices. Overall, the leak regarding the Snapdragon 8 Gen 3 processor is an interesting development in the world of mobile technology, and as devices become more advanced and powerful, the move towards 64-bit only architecture is likely to become way more common. Next, talking a little bit of security for uh, security flaws in chat uh, in GPT-4. In cybersecurity news, a hacker has demonstrated security flaws in GPT-4 just a day after its launch. That's according to an article from VentureBeat, which raises concerns about the security of the artificial artificial intelligence systems. Just one day after the launch of GPT-4, a hacker demonstrated a security flaw in the language model that could potentially allow malicious actors to use it for nefarious purposes. The flaw was discovered during a test of GPT-4's capabilities and involved the model generating texts that contain sensitive information, such as usernames and passwords. This discovery highlights the importance of robust security measures in uh, the development and deployment of AI technologies like GPT-4 or all technologies. You should have security people in there from the very beginning throughout the process. And that way you're, you're starting from the ground up. But I'll get off my... Uh, Uh, I'll I'll get off my high horse or my stand. Anyways, as AI becomes more advanced and powerful, it's crucial that security concerns are addressed early in the development process. And additionally, 
This security flaw underscores the potential for AI technologies to be used for malicious purposes. And while AI has the potential to revolutionize many industries and fields, it's important to remain vigilant against potential misuse and abuse. Overall, let's say the discovery of the security flaw in GPT-4 is a reminder of the importance of security in development and deployment of AI technologies and all technologies for that matter. As these technologies become more advanced and get out there more, it's, cru- it's, it's just crucial that we take the, step, the, the steps to protect against potential security threats. Looks like we still have a long way to go before we can fully trust AI to be secure. Granted, that's kind of true for all of our technologies. But anyways, next, more security concerns for Gmail extensions and a security warning. There's a new threat to your Gmail messages. Hackers are stealing Gmail messages using a malicious extension, according to an article from Tom's Guide. So if you use Gmail, make sure to delete this extension right now. Uh, hackers are using a malicious browser extension called Gmail Offline to gain access to users' Gmail accounts and steal messages. The extension has been available on the Chrome Web Store for several years. Crazy, right? And has been downloaded by over 900,000 users. The malicious, the, the malicious extension works by sending a request for access to the user's Gmail account and then using access to steal messages. This attack underscores the importance of being cautious when downloading browser extensions and being vigilant about security threats. To protect yourself against this particular attack, experts recommend that you delete the Gmail offline extension from your browser immediately. Additionally, it's important to always be cautious when downloading browser extensions and to only download extensions from trusted sources. Overall, granted, it's kind of hard if you got it from the, the, the store, but please be careful. Overall, this attack is a reminder of the importance of taking steps to protect your online accounts and data. As hackers become more and more just capable and creative in their methods, it's crucial that we remain vigilant and take steps to protect ourselves against potential threats. And if you don't use Gmail, well, consider this a friendly reminder to always stay vigilant when it comes to cybersecurity and your security. Next article we got, jumping back into the fold with phones, uh, Samsung Z Fold 5 listed as coming soon. So according to recent rumors and leaks, the Galaxy Z Z Fold 5 will be the next iteration of Samsung's <laughs> will be the next iteration of Samsung's popular foldable smartphone uh, line. The device is expected to feature a foldable display, which will allow users to unfold the phone and use it as a tablet. Other rumored features of the Galaxy Z Fold 5 include a high-end processor, large battery, and improved cameras. Additionally, the device is expected to run Samsung's One UI 4 software, which is based on the latest version of Android. While Samsung has not officially announced the Galaxy Z Fold 5, many experts and analysts believe that it'll that the device will be released later this year. The Galaxy Z Fold line has been very popular, uh, just popular uh, as a choice among consumers looking for a unique and innovative smartphone. And for the upcoming release of the Z Fold Galaxy Z Fold 5, it's sure to generate a lot of excitement. Overall, the rumored release of the set of the Z Fold 5 is a testament to the growing popularity of foldable smartphones and the demand for innovative and unique devices. As technology continues to evolve and advance, it's exciting to see what new and innovative devices will be released in the future. 
onto TikTok drama. So in social media news, it looks like TikTok, everybody's favorite app that also kind of is kind of shady with it taking your data, but it looks like TikTok is facing some serious drama from accusations of censorship to concerns over data privacy. There's a lot going on with this popular app. You've got an article from Platformer News, which discusses how TikTok, their, their, their boss failed to make a case for itself. While there's another article from Vox, it breaks down the, the winners and losers of a recent TikTok hearing. And to top it all off, I've got another article from Slate, which discusses the potential ban of TikTok and other popular apps like CapCut and Hype IC. Anyways, also owned by the same ByteDance company. So in the article discussed, uh, there was a recent congressional hearing on TikTok's data privacy and security practices and how the company failed to effectively communicate its policies and practices to lawmakers and the public. Um, despite numerous attempts to assure lawmakers and users that TikTok takes data privacy and security seriously, the company was all ultimately unable to convince many people that its apps are that its app is safe to use and some of the other stuff owned by ByteDance. Anyways, uh, this failure to effectively communicate its policies and practices highlights the importance of transparency and communication when it comes to data privacy and security. As more and more people become aware of the potential risks associated with social media apps, it's crucial that companies are just transparent about their policies and practices in order to build trust with the users and lawmakers. I ain't gonna lie, this is coming from a Chinese company. I like lots of the stuff from China, but some of the stuff they're known to do, at least with their own people, is a little shady. Eh, it's in the news. Anyways, while TikTok has made some efforts, and, and they, they worked on it, uh, to improve its data privacy and security practices with the, the whole attempted purchase of Oracle and, and other things like that. Um, it's clear that more needs to be done in order to convince people that the app is safe to use. That's kind of true for a lot of apps, not just TikTok. Anyway, but by being more transparent and communicative about its policies and practices, TikTok can build trust with its users and lawmakers and help ensure the long-term success of its app. Uh, overall, uh, the article on Platformer is just a reminder of the importance of transparency and communications. The other article from Vox, talking about winners and losers on the congressional hearing uh, for TikTok, it TikTok's head of global policy and general counsel, Xiao Zi Chu, fair, uh, fair during the hearing. All right, I guess. And it talks about what this means for the future of the app. Some of her, some observers felt that Chu performed well during the hearing and was able to effectively answer the lawmakers' questions. Others felt that he was unable to provide clear and convincing answers to some of the more pressing concerns about the app's data, privacy, and security practices. Um one key takeaway from the article is that, again, transparency helps. Last, uh, last article has to do with more cybersecurity, and that's for cybercrime syndicates that have been dismantled. There have been a major, there's been major wins in the fight against cybercrime. According to an article from Nine News, a cybercrime syndicate has been dismantled after allegedly laundering over $1 million dollars. According to the article, the syndicate allegedly laundered over a million dollars through cryptocurrency transactions. The syndicate was busted by the Australian Federal Police in a coordinated operation across multiple states. 
The article highlights the increasing pre- prevalence of cybercrime and the need to need for law enforcement to be proactive in identifying and dismantling these criminal organizations. The article also emphasizes the importance of individuals and businesses taking proactive steps to protect themselves against cybercrime. This includes implementing strong passwords, regularly updating software, and being cautious when sharing personal information online. One of the uh, other key takeaways is the importance of collaboration between law enforcement agencies, businesses, and individuals in combating cybercrime. By working together, we can better identify and address vulnerabilities in our digital infrastructure and help prevent cybercrime from occurring in the first place. There's also the second part, which is an article from Computer Weekly, talks about the National Crime Agency sting that infiltrated a cybercrime market. And according to the article, the operation was carried out over the course of several months and involved the deployment of specialized malware that allowed law enforcement law enforcement to monitor and track the activities of the cyber criminals. The operation resulted in the arrest of 22 individuals, as well as a seizure of a significant amount of money and assets. The article highlights the growing threat of uh, again uh, highlights the growing threat of cybercrime, and talks about how law enforcement agencies are are needing to also be proactive to take the steps to combat it. Um, and then again, another just reiteration of the importance of just collaboration. It's better. We, we grow better if we work better together. Um, and then from my perspective, it's also very good to know that there are people out there who are fighting to keep us all safe in the digital world. So all of those articles listed, that's all the time that I have for today's episode of the Com- Comscare podcast. Uh, at the end of the day, I hope you all keep tinkering out there and um, stay up to date on the latest news and, and trends. Have a good day.